high school, I would think that I'm a Michigan quarterback starting and beating Ohio State, being the first quarterback to beat Ohio State. And it's just so crazy how life takes turns left and right. And um, I just, more of the story I never would have thought on a tight end at Syracuse. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I am and I'm glad I never gave up. So, was it your dream growing up to always play at Michigan or can you kind of talk about how Michigan came up? So, it was actually my dream to play at Syracuse. Really? Yeah, I, uh, you know, when I was younger, I just, I always wanted to, uh, to be a Division One football player. And uh, I actually watched, I don't know if you know much about Long Island football, but Chris Laviano yeah. uh, played at Holy Trinity and I watched him throw it around. And they're like, yeah, he's getting a full ride to Rutgers, like he's a man. And me personally, I just always wanted to be a man. Like, and uh, that's why I started playing quarterback. And then I always just wanted to be the best, play with the best, and just, you know, just be that 1%. So um, I always wanted to play Division One football. It didn't matter where. But then when I got to high school, I told my quarterback coach, like, I want to play at Syracuse. Like, I want to play for New York's team. And he, I remember him telling me, like, James Brady, he told me, you're going to play for Syracuse. And, like, he just instilled unbelievable confidence in me and belief that no one had besides me and maybe him. And then um, so happens Michigan was my first Power 5 offer. And I was like, I don't mind Michigan, you know? Michigan, so yeah. Uh, you know, I don't want to talk about it a lot, but I feel like I kind of have to. Can you kind of talk about your time there? I know you won a Big Ten championship there. Did that kind of teach you winning? Yeah, um, it taught me what it takes to win yeah. and how to operate on a, on a day-to-day basis and how detailed you have to be you know, in your workouts, your practices, your nutrition, um, taking care of your body. I mean, it was just such a professional atmosphere, and I'm so glad I saw that such a young age and um, it really it's really prepared me for now and you know I played with some really great players and really great coaches so I feel like you know I have a great knowledge of the game and um, I was just grateful to be there um, you know part of me wants to go back and, and play for a national championship with them but uh you know, this is my path now, and I'm grateful for it. Yeah, so coming from, like, the East Coast to the Midwest, it must have been, like, a big change for you. Yeah. Um, and you talk about, like, the adjustment, because a lot of people, I don't, like, being a college athlete, you know, I don't feel like people talk about enough. They just see you go to school, and they expect you to excel, but, like, you're human, too, at the end of the day. And yeah. It's, you know, it's hard to be a student athlete. It's very hard. Um, you know, I dealt with a lot of mental, uh, you know, mental health issues. I was, I was sad a lot, and... Um, for me, I was like the, the underdog and, uh, you know, barely a three-star. And actually, my um, the kid who was supposed to be the quarterback in the 2020 class, J.D. Johnson, medically retired. So then the spot opened, and they looked for a quarterback and somehow found me. And they were going to offer me a walk-on spot at first. But then um, C.J. Shroud committed to Ohio State. So then they needed a guy. So then they offered me. And so I really, you know, wasn't supposed to be their quarterback. So I came in and, you know, the recruiting class, they didn't welcome me that great. And I, I didn't really feel welcomed that much. And I was kind of shy and, 
I didn't have any friends at first. And so it was a rough time, you know, I didn't, Ann Arbor, Michigan, I didn't know anybody, you know, I had this Long Island accent and uh, it was a really rough time, honestly. And then on top of that, struggling on the field because, you know, it's hard to play quarterback at that level. And it's hard to pick up that offense right away. And, um, you know, in high school, I threw the ball maybe five times a game and was out by the first half because we were kicking teams' asses so much. And uh, I didn't really have great experience reading defenses. And then imagine going to Michigan and reading a Big Ten defense um, of that caliber. And, you know, it, it was a lot of rough days and a lot of tears. And, you know, not a lot of people know this, but, uh, you know, I was I was depressed at one point because I was like, I know this isn't this isn't it for me. I know it's not supposed to be this way. And uh, the only people that know that is my family. And um, so that's why when they see me play now and they see me doing well, they're just so happy because of what I've been through. Yeah, no, I really appreciate you saying that. It's kind of funny. Or I feel like we're very similar. I was from Midwest on the East Coast and that, so I didn't fit in there. And that's why I came back and you did the opposite. And now you're on the East Coast, kind of, you found your home. Um, well, you know, talk about the portal and like what it was like to find a home, you know, in some place you felt comfortable with. Yeah, um, it was kind of it was kind of really quick, you know. It was just like it was just kind of like, look, we have Garrett Trader and we don't have anyone behind him, so you can come in, compete with him. But then when he's gone, the job's yours. So I said, man, that's that's an opportunity. So I jumped on it, and it was five hours from home, so. I mean, that's all. I didn't care what the school looked like. I didn't care who was there. I just cared, am I going to get an opportunity to be the starting quarterback? So then, um, so yeah, I just took it. And uh, then this happened. Yeah, so talk about switching positions. How how'd that come up? And, you know, obviously you had a lot of emotions with that. And, like, how did you deal with it? Did you, you never, did you ever play tight end even, like, growing up? No, I actually played uh, running back and fullback when I was younger, and I switched to quarterback in eighth grade. But um, yeah, it was it was rough. It was um, it was emotional. And when I was struggling at first, you know, I always had it in the back of my head like, would they switch if they ever switch me? Like I'm saying no, like I'm leaving. I don't want to do this. I was in such denial. And then summer of 2022. I was getting no reps during camp. Um, and I was just on the sideline watching and I was just, I was really sad. I was I was in a depression state and uh, my coach called me in his office, Coach Beck and the offensive coordinator. And he said like, why don't we try switching you to XY receiver slash tight end. And uh, no, at first he didn't even say tight end. He just said flex Y. So like a slot receiver. And he was like, this is crazy. Like I've never done this. And, uh, but he has a history of uh, bringing guys from quarterback to flex Y and uh, bringing them to the NFL, like one guy at Virginia, and um, Keaton Thompson. And, um, so, you know, I, the only thing I really liked was the idea of getting in the NFL. And he said, that's your best chance. And I didn't believe him completely, but uh, I just went with it because that's all I wanted to do was play in the NFL. Yeah. Um, so, you know, switching this position, you know, having the season you had, um, off season, like, what are some things you want to improve upon? And, you know, after actually get playing a season, you know, 
hesitating. You know, yeah. what were the growing pains kind of like? I guess. Yeah. So I didn't have any off season actually as a tight end because uh, I tore my, I fell into a, a sled in the indoor facility and cut my knee open and tore my patellar tendon. I had like a, a, a hole go straight through yeah. the tendon. And I got surgery, missed spring ball. Yeah, missed um, camp and came, came to camp two to three weeks late. And so I never got to like really work on my blocking and my routes. And the only thing I can do is catch. So I was doing, I was getting at least 100 catches every single day. And uh, I think it's really paying off now because I don't drop the ball. Yeah. And, um, but uh, yeah, I'm just excited for this off season to get to work with my receiver coach back home, Mike Venucci. Um, we're gonna, basically gonna be going four times a week, you know, two private sessions and through two to three group sessions. So, uh, you know, all, I think all I need to do is just learn how to run routes, good routes consistently. And um, I think it can be really dangerous um, next next season with our Cobb McCord coming in. Yeah. You know, he's got a great arm and he's a great quarterback. So I just want to make sure I'm always open for him. Yeah, so that actually kind of led into my next question. I'm a, I'm a Buckeye fan from Columbus, Ohio. Okay. So I was like, I'm a huge McCord fan. I, I liked him a lot. I think that fans kind of drove him out of Columbus, you know, sadly. Yeah, um, sadly. yeah but good, good for you guys. So uh, have you talked to him? I mean, like, I feel like there's kind of like a buzz when I was talking to other guys. It's like a buzz around the program, around a couple guys from Georgia, uh, bringing in some players, and it's like a buzz you guys haven't really had in a Huge buzz. Yeah, I mean, I think a quarterback like Kyle, you know, a guy that has experience and will sit in that pocket and Take take his completions. Can win games. Can win, can win us games okay. and not not lose us games. Because yeah. like I always learned as a quarterback, don't lose your team again. Yeah. Um, and he's gonna do that and more. And he's gonna be a difference maker. And um, I'm real excited for it. You know, um, new offense coordinator. I, you know, I'll be playing more of a traditional tight end role slash slot receiver and some other stuff. Yeah. So. Um, I'm just excited to run routes down the field because you know I didn't really get to do that as much this season, and um, that's you know one of my favorite things to do is catch the ball down the field. So um, yeah, and I did talk to Kyle. He's yeah. a great guy, great guy. I think uh, I think we're gonna get along really well. Yeah, no, I'm, I've interviewed like six or seven Buckeyes in the past. A bunch of them, they always had nothing you know great, uh, nothing but good things to say about. Yeah. Him. Um, I am interested. I'm not implying this at all about your team, but like I, when you see like a new you know, coach come in, most programs, everyone just walks away, they leave, you know. What kind of discussions are like when you see a new coach and how is that as like a player, you know, with you? I mean, it just shows you the power of Coach Brown with our, with our situation, because at first, everybody was talking about, yeah, I gotta get out of here. You know, a lot of guys on defense were thinking about getting out of there. And it was just a scramble and I was stressing out about it because I was like, I don't want to leave here, you yeah. know. Yeah, but I was like, mate, like yeah. if all these great players on our team are leaving, like I'm gonna leave too because I want to win. And then Coach Brown got hired, and now all of a sudden the guys from Jersey, you know, Quint, uh, Cinco, all these guys are like, nah, we're staying. Yeah. Like this is a great coach, and he's got all these New Jersey ties, and he's the best recruiter yeah. in the nation. Then he starts bringing in all these players. Then he start. Then he brings in an Ohio State quarterback, yeah. and now we're rolling, 
now it's like everybody wants to be a part of this. Like nobody yeah. wants to miss out on this because I think it's gonna be special. People look for like taking you know, the ACC over. You know, where's that? I'm just saying with a lot of like, you know, Florida State. You have to think some of these teams are gonna you know, be down. It's your guys' time to up. And, yeah. Know, take any anything can happen. Like in 2020, um, we went Michigan. I think we went like I don't even remember, but we won like two or three games during COVID and it was like the worst Michigan season in a while in my freshman season and it was like depressing it was like the world was ending because that's how bad that program wants to win and then all of a sudden the next year we win the Big Ten Championship and it's like yeah how can that change overnight like that yeah, it's so like that's what I'm saying like anything can happen like we can really take this uh conference over next year yeah, I have to ask, you guys is like, whenever I watch it on um, TV, you guys arena looks pretty weird. What's it like playing? It looks weird on TV. I've never... I like it. I like it a lot. It's like, it's very compact. Yeah. So it's like, you feel like the fans are so close to you. Yeah. Um, and, it, and the echo yeah. makes it really loud. And um, I don't know. It's just, and the, the feel kind of feels smaller. Yeah. And I kind of like that. I don't know. It's just uh, whenever, I, yeah, whenever I'm watching, I'm just like something. Maybe it's just because like it's not, it's indoor and stuff. Maybe it's yeah, just that. Yeah, it's definitely different. Yeah. It's, it looks a lot smaller mm -hmm. and compact, but when you get in there, yeah. it's like this is pretty cool. Yeah. So a um, couple more questions. So yeah. you use a game like this to like lead into um, you know next season. How important is this game for you? And oh, I don't know. Check with him. Um, I think it's extremely important to. Uh, Go out with a win, go out with a bang, because um, we worked so hard for this. And um, you know, for me, it's kind of like I'm such a competitor. Like, if I'm in the toilet bowl, like I'm preparing, like it's the national championship, and um, you know, I'm just taking it very serious because you know I love the win, and I know if God forbid we were to lose, I would have a terrible off season. It meant that I'd be pissed off the whole vacation, and I want to enjoy my vacation. So uh, I'm just trying to put everything I can into this game. Yeah, I, I imagine this is, I know when we went on trips like this, it was a great bonding moment. You, you use these experiences to get to know your teammates outside of just facilities and environment. It helps grow the chemistry, which, as you know, is everything. Yeah, for sure. Everyone's, you know, having a great time. and Everyone's having a better time than I am because yeah. I'm kind of like, uh, I don't know, I can be a little standoffish sometimes because I just I'm so focused on preparing for this and and being being so locked in and obviously you know being the court a quarterback role you have to be that guy who's you know sometimes you gotta miss out on a couple of beach days or a couple of dinners yeah. and to study and be prepared because you got such a huge responsibility and I learned that at Michigan seeing guys like Katie McNamara and JJ McCarthy seeing these guys prepare and what it took to to perform every Saturday so. You know, I just uh, I just know what it takes, and I'm just trying to implement that. Yeah, I always ask this about you know, some, so you, the top of your position. What makes those guys so great in your opinion? It's um, I think it's the preparation and like your routine. You know, I remember guys like Cade McNamara. I don't, you know who yeah. I'm talking about, right? Yeah. He, uh, yeah, yeah. Of course, the Iowa guy. Yeah. He. Uh, First guy to beat Ohio State. Yeah. <laughs> so um, he, every week, 
he 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 literally made his own like packet. It was like four pages of just questions about the other team, mm -hmm. and he printed it out himself. And he would fill it out like mon like Monday he would do red zone, Tuesday he would do this, mm -hmm. uh, Thursday third down. Like he just did it every night, and he was. I mean, I used to go in there with him some days, and he was in there for three hours straight and just focused the whole time. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, wow, like, this is this is wild. Like, he doesn't get tired of this, and because you can't get tired. Of it. And um, yeah, just his pre the, the preparation, and then uh, your routine, your routine in the off season. You know, I know I got um, my December twenty seventh to January fifteenth is when I'll be home yeah. before. Uh, spring semester starts and I can tell you everything I'm doing on I can tell you what I'm doing on Tuesday at 11 o'clock I have it written down and uh, you just need a routine and a plan to, to get better so. yeah well like in my sport it was very mental because one-on-one yeah. I'm interested like mental side of when you're out there can you kind of talk about yeah so the mental thing is tough that I had to it took me a while to conquer and I'm still conquering but it's really just, it's, it's confidence. Um, you know, I tried meditation, um, breath work, you know, but for me, I think the best thing that works for me right now is just prayer. And I don't know if you believe in yeah, God, but uh, yeah, I mean, I just pray around the clock that, you know, God keeps me on, on the right path and he keeps me focused. And um, another thing that's been working for me is just, um, you know, I take a little, little alpha brain pills, yeah. uh, a little supplement, and uh, it kind of just keeps me focused. And I kind of just always tell myself one play at a time. Don't think about the result. Think about what you're doing in that moment. So, you know, just take it one play at a time. And if it's tennis, yeah. just, you know, just think about your, your technique. Yeah. How am I going to hit this one? How am I going to hit this one? Not, if I do this, what if the ball goes there or there? Like, no, just think about the process. And um, I think you'll be successful. Yeah, like what? Yeah, like yeah. Only your opinion on it. So, like for me, I played literally every sport growing up, and yeah. until like sophomore year of high school, you kind of got to make a choice a little bit. I didn't. I, I had to, but not not everyone has to. But you know, what, did you play any other sports growing up? And talk about like you think those help you know you as a player? Yeah. So I grow. I mean, growing up, I did karate, wrestling, baseball, lacrosse, football and basketball. So I did a lot of different sports, um, but then in high school, I just ended up doing lacrosse and football. And um, yeah, I think playing playing different sports is great. It's great, you know, you do different movements and you, you teach your body different things. Um, and it's just, it's cool to be on different teams. And you, you know, you just learn a lot about uh, what it takes to win as a team and, you know, you get to be a leader in different ways. Um, yeah, I think playing different sports is is great. And it's great if you're a kid who wants to get a scholarship. I know the guy who plays three different sports will be favored over the kid who just plays football. So, um, last two questions, I don't want to take too much time. I have to ask, because yeah. what was it like actually being on the field for like, the big game? Uh, yeah, um, uh, surreal. Absolutely surreal. Like, you know, the snow was coming down, and then 110,000 people. And the most surreal moment was at the end of the game when everybody rushed the field, 
and all of a sudden you just look up and you just see all the fans running down, jumping the fences and you're like, oh my God. And like this, snap of a finger, you can't move. It was so packed and I'm with, I found my brother somehow and I'm hugging my family and, and me and my brother uh, snuck, snuck into the law. As I'm like trying to get through, me and my brother were like hugging each other, trying to get through. Cause you're just getting smacked on the helmet. Like I remember some dude smoking a cigarette right in my face. Yeah. And it was just, it was wild. It was so like, you'll never forget the rest of your life. I'll never forget it. Yeah. Like, I remember um, a fan tagging me in a picture of me trying to get through the crowd and they were like posing on my back. You didn't even see them. Yeah. Like, it was it was absolute mayhem. It's like your brain's overloaded. You just don't know even what to think. Yeah, it was just so, it's just, you're just smiling the whole time. And then me and my brother snuck through the crowd and and actually snuck him in the locker room really? so yeah so he was hyped that i got him yeah. uh through there and i actually missed jim harbaugh's speech because really? yeah because it was so hard to get yeah. through so but it was wild never forget yeah so that's crazy um so we always finish off with this it's kind of a deep question so when your career is over down the line how do you want to be remembered i want to be remembered as relentless you know, um, a guy that was a winner and did whatever it took to win, and you know, just a guy, just a playmaker who, I don't know, just every time you showed up to watch me, you know, you were amazed, and that, that, that's what I want to be remembered as, I want to be remembered as just uh, relentless, and, uh, great teammate, um, a violent dude who wasn't scared of nobody. Uh, yeah, I think uh, those things put together. Yeah, well, I really appreciate you taking the time. I wish you the best luck. I'm already planning on when you guys play Pitt. It's a quick drive. Oh, okay, for sure. I'll check out the game. So. Come say hello to me. Yeah. Before. For sure. Awesome. Thank you, man. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Thank you, man. All right.